Shark Dropper Studios presents to you Top 5 5, five 4, four three, Like you'll notice, I have the twister, like a uh, right, right, right. I was wondering, is this a board game? Is twister considered a board game? I don't know, but the fact that you're starting to take off your shirt, yeah. is kind of questionable. Well, I don't know. The thing is, is that like twister? some of these dots are pretty hard to get to. Mm-hmm. The shirt kind of limits my uh, flexibility, <laughs> right? So, oh, you want to play right now? Well, I, I've been playing. Why yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, why do you think I have uh, my pants off? No, but too? I mean, you want us to play with you, right? Yeah. Listen, when I took my shirt and pants off, that was a cue to you guys to do the same. Oh, see, wow. I put on more layers. Look, if we're not, if we're gonna be gay about this, we can't okay. play. So let's just do this. Okay. All right. So we're really. No, so it's, why do you think it's called Twister? Do I have to it's take my shirt straight. off too, or are we just? Well, can some I mean, of us? Can we do like shirts and skins kind of thing? Or well, I mean, it would be awkward if you were the only one wearing clothes, right? Oh, I can take my underwear off. Yeah, uh, if you want. Okay, look away. Uh, look look away. Is, no, Listen, no, no, no. The thing is, like, there's a rule. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it's actually cheating because you would actually have, like, an extra appendage to reach the, uh... <laughs> well, some of us do. <laughs> yeah. Some of us are better at it than others. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No that's judgment. True. Hey, Robert. Hey, as long as the dots are three inches away, I think yeah. I can reach a bunch of them. <laughs> I think I'm good. Well. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time you went for the red, red eye. Never yeah. Mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, that's not even a gay thing. That's what? like a, that's like a super cool thing. No, not really. Yeah. Well, I already made fun of myself, so it's hard to bounce back from that. Now you know how everybody feels when they make fun of you. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, is Twister a board game? Okay. Is is that on your list or on it's your a, list? It's not on my list. No. Well, actually, list it's not on my list. That is I like just... the most unfun board game ever. It lasts for like two minutes, and you're like, eh, I'm fucking done with this. Well, Here's the thing. It's only fun when you're drunk. I had a, I no, had a it's not even fun when you're, well, hmm. and then, yeah. with, well, let's try it out. With okay. girls, right? Okay. Is that what you were going to say next? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I was going to say girls. Yeah. Okay. So, sometime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> well, thanks for the intro, John. No problem. Uh, so that was I got, an intro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, wait, hold on. I can put my clothes back on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna spin too. this dial. Ooh, I hope I get a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess let's just jump into it. Mm-hmm. John, what's your number five board game? Number five is a game that destroyed, or like nearly destroyed, many friendships when I was young. Risk, 
the game of global yeah. domination. That's nice. a good one. That's yeah. A good one. For those of you don't, that don't know, you're, each player is in charge of an army, and the goal is to just take over the world. And it's pretty simple. It's basically just a roll of the dice to see which army takes over which. And whoever wins, whoever takes over the entire world wins. But the thing is, the game, it's just so frustrating to play. It takes a long time. It takes too. a long time to play, and it's just, you get so annoyed at the other players. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Man. There was that a uh, classic scene in Seinfeld where uh, Kramer <laughs> and Newman were playing Risk. Yeah. And, yeah. They brought it on the subway with them because they didn't want to leave each other alone. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. I come from Ukraine. You not say Ukraine weak. Yeah, well, we're playing a game here, pal. Ukraine is game to you. How about I take your little bonus? Yeah. It's just if you got a good game of risk going, you don't want to leave. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's, just it's like, so good. I know, but it's just so mad. I it just brings out the saltiest feelings in everybody. All right, so which country do you go for, for first? Uh, wasn't that just determined by like a random? No, I mean like but which I mean, one do you, do you aim for? To, to I all my strategy was Asia? take a, take over Asia. No, my strategy was take over the smaller countries first, build up the army. Yeah, I guess quick. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Set up a perimeter. It's been a long time since exactly. I played. And plus, Get your horsemen like, and cannons on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Plus, like, sometimes I would, like, uh, make, like, alliances with other players. Like, okay, we'll team up and take out these guys. But then but then later on, like... Another just, alliance? <laughs> no, like, the, the alliance starts to break down. It's like, well, I got to start attacking you. Yep. And so... And yep. then the first person to go after, like... Yeah, like it's like what oh, the hell? Yeah, what the fuck, man? I thought we were in this together. And I'm like, get, no, <laughs> you get alliances against I you. Think that and like Monopoly are like the two games that just can like really piss off other friends and stuff. Like, yeah, Monopoly I feel is like one of those games too that just like. Hey, my mom for, uh, divorced my first stepdad because of the game of Monopoly. Really? No, not really. <laughs> That'd be funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yep, yeah, yep. So that's my uh, number five risk: the destroy your friendships. Good, good, nice. All right, well, I guess it's my turn. Uh, my number five, I know saying this, if any of our friends are listening, they're going to be like, what? How's this on your top five? Because I've always joked about hating this game. I used to hate this game because we used to play it every freaking weekend. And it was so annoying. And it was kind of a running joke that I just never wanted to play it again. But I still like the game as long as I don't play it all the time. And it's called Cranium. Oh, yeah, yeah. and That's actually a pretty good one. It's not too bad because it's got, like, so many different things. Like, I like the idea that, like, you know, certain – like, you get, like – you land on different spaces, different color spaces when you roll the dice. Right. And, like, depending on what color space it is, it's, like, a different activity you have to do. Green spaces mean you have to, like, act out a character or act out, like – you know, a movie or something like that. It's like charades. The blue space is you have to draw or build something out of clay for people to guess what it is. Uh, I think the red spaces are like um, like trivia facts, and then the yellow spaces are like spelling. That's a recent game, right? Yeah, it, yeah. It's not too old. I mean, recent as in like early two thousands. It's kind of like an omnibus, like hybrid of a lot of a other lot. games. Put and that's kind of why I like it because you can go for like whatever your strong suit is. Like I was always really good at the green and blue because I'm good at drawing and I'm good at like knowing actors and stuff. Right. So when somebody acted out an actor, I could usually guess it or I could act one out. So I like that kind of aspect of the game, even though I always joked about hating the game so much that we actually filmed a skit a long time ago about me destroying the game, oh, which really? I ripped the board <laughs> in half and everything. <laughs> Where do, where, do you still have it? Uh, somewhere, yeah. It's oh, okay. a really old, filmed on like my first camcorder, and we just made like a little skip. It was, it was funny. Is it you and your friends or you and your family? 
uh, friends. Every every yeah. Friday after like middle school, like we would we would get together and, and then like play that uh, while our parents played cards, and like all of us, like my friends, yeah. would get together and play that. And like I didn't mind that. It's just after a while, I was like, let's go out and play basketball, or let's go out and play tag, or let's go right. do something. Yeah, and they're just like, outside. no cranium, and I'm like, oh fuck this game. <laughs> like it's just so annoying. But that's it. I still love the game. I still like it a lot and not love it. I like it a lot. And uh, that's why it's number five on my list. Nice. Uh, my number five, it made, I just changed it at the last minute, like right after we hit record. And it was going to be Mousetrap just because it, that's <laughs> Dude, fucking. That's, yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's I a almost, weird one. I almost did that one. That's a weird one. And, and nobody ever played how they should have. They just set yeah. everything up first yeah, and then went around. It, yeah. But. Um, I think I switched it out for this one just because of the pure controversy around it and the sort of like uh, uh, terror that it struck in me throughout my entire uh, adolescence. And then I, you know, in my later years, I found out like what it actually was. So much mystery, so many questions, and I'm talking about, of course, the Ouija board. <laughs> nice. The Ouija it's not board. A game. <laughs> it is a game. Well, that's that's well, only a way to talk to the supernatural man. Nope. Well, okay. I a little little warning to our listeners. If you've ever played Ouija and you think that there's really a ghost moving that, I know. Turn it on. off. Turn Seriously. this podcast off. Take a long hard look in the mirror. You can feel the people moving it question, the whole time. Question question what's in your mind. Yep. Who you are as a person. And then tr- come back and hit play. Although I am the only one out of my friends that want to take a Ouija board to a graveyard and just see what happens. And just see what and happens. None of my friends want to do that. Do you know how that re- actually really works? Do you know, like, even like when you swear, both people like, oh, I'm not I'm moving. It. I'm not moving. Yeah. You know, you're moving it. Do you know how that actually like happens and how it works? Isn't it just like a mind thing? Like you, you kind of are moving it, even though you don't through, think you are through micro expressions in your fingers. Okay, that's yeah. how it happened, and they've done countless studies Test, on it, yeah. and. They were yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's what I figured. Yeah. yeah, but like I remember just playing this as a kid, or you know, quote unquote, playing it, um, and just like you know, get the lights turned off, get some candles going, you got to like sleep over with a bunch of dudes, hot girls. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just sitting in your underwear. Ooh, did you guys play Twister? <laughs> and, uh, no, and just being like completely like fear struck and with like trepidation for like hours after. Oh, you play yeah. it. And it's like you know that's fun. Like yeah, just yeah. like spook yourself out like that. Yep. So number five, Ouija. That's cool. All right, awesome. Well, I guess uh, we're uh, to number four. My number four has already been mentioned, but it's Monopoly. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very good. The I just I feel like I shouldn't even describe the game. If you haven't played Monopoly yeah. at this point, then I just I don't know what to tell you. How many how many <laughs> times have you actually finished the game of Monopoly? Never. Though? Well, a few a few times. I think only like one or twice. Like hours later, yeah. I may have finished it, but I don't remember. Like the thing right. is, like the game itself is really boring. The gameplay, like you're just rolling so. the dice and you just like. You know, I think it's okay until you reach that that specific point where somebody's already like yeah. so far ahead that like ed- anybody else who lands it's on one of their chance, faces though. just gets it's like really just chance. No, it's not. Yeah. It's all strategy. Really? Yes. I don't know. Well, maybe I, I just suck at it. I think, like, I think it's like half and half. Like the the isn't the rule that if somebody lands on a space and they don't buy it, somebody else has the option to buy it. In well, in uh, the wasn't rules, that like a variant, like a something like that. In yeah. the official playbook, uh, if you land on something. You can buy it for market price, right. or it goes up to auction for everybody else. Now, there's a strategy if you play it by those rules, which I don't. I think everybody just has house rules. Right. And if you actually look in the box, it actually really encourages house rules. Yeah. But in the actual booklet, yeah. um, one of the 
strategies that I've seen people do is refuse to pay market price and then try and low bid it. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. That's kind of cool. No, let me let me cue you in on a little strategy. Okay. That a lot of players, in Mono- I'm a self-proclaimed mon- Monopoly officiato. Okay. Mm. Everybody makes these mistakes. They buy Boardwalk and Park Place. The two most expensive ones. That you have the least chance of making money off of. Right. And they always upgrade to hotels. You never upgrade to hotels and you never buy Boardwalk or Park Place. You always keep it at four houses because the rate of return compared to what you put into it doesn't fair share your return. Right. See, I always go for So the more you invest, like the less you'll get. It's uh, just diminishing returns. And the railroads, sucker's bet. Don't ever go for the railroads. Really? Yeah. I can never get the railroads anyway. Yeah, I used to just try to buy all the properties I could, except for maybe like the lower end ones. No, you're but probably wondering. Gotta like, go for those, man. Really? You're probably yeah. wondering. Like, I hate those though. Like, even though I so hate cheap. the gameplay, why would I put it on my list? For me, the biggest appeal of Monopoly is the special limited editions they come out with. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, every time a new movie or a new video game yep. comes out, oh yeah, special. Harry Potter, Simpsons. Yeah, I Simpsons mean, Monopoly is one of my favorites. Star Wars, like any Star Wars, any yeah. of the Star Wars Monopolies. It's just, I think it's really cool. You know, I think would be fun too. is uh, they just announced, I don't know, two months ago or whatever, that this year you can uh, give pay them like 120 bucks, mm. and they'll custom make you your Monopoly. own Monopoly Whoa. board. Really? Hey, didn't they? Yeah. What uh, what was the um, the figure that they got rid of? The iron. They got rid of the iron and they replaced it with a cat. Yeah, that was a dumb choice. They already had a dog. They should have picked something. Like, there's a robot. They should have picked the robot. Well, I mean, there are plenty of cat people out there probably pissed. Uh, yeah, I know. But well, yeah, still. I, yeah. I think the whole reason because is, like, the online poll. Right. Like, that's underline what they did. online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what is the biggest, like, you know, YouTube viewed right. everything? It's cats. Yeah. So. I always went for the top hat. Really? Yes, sir. Yeah. Exactly. The I, top hat. And if it was taken, I went for the dog. Yeah, yeah, I did the dog or the car. Well, of course, you Car's took cool. the car. Car's yeah. retired now. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, man. I think they retired it like 10 years ago. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I haven't I... played it in probably 10 years. I think... Has anybody ever played Monopoly with real money? <laughs> no. No. Oh, that man. would suck. That would be oh. so intense. Talk to Derby Lane about doing that. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> like, how much money would that cost? Like, holy crap. What are you? That would suck. What are you like slipping pink fifties over here, man? Come yeah. on, come on! <laughs> He's got yep. throwing hundreds out of his sleeve. Yeah, you go, you go to the the cashier and you trade your then, real money for like the fake monopoly money. But then, like, you yes. actually have to go to real jail. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, <crap. laughs> like oh no. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'd be, Monop- that'd be pretty crazy. Monopoly's great. Right. That's my number four. All right. All right. Well, my number four is a game that I know for sure is on John's list, but I won't say what number. But for me, it's number four, and that's chess. I like chess. Right on. I haven't played it in a while, but I used to play it a lot, especially like I'm on like my phone or um I remember like my grandpa was a huge chess player, like yeah. huge chess player, and this is when I was like really young and he always wanted to like teach me chess and he, he kinda taught me, him and my dad, and then he used to do it where like he would he would have like three or four chess boards going and he would mail like mail to his friends like his it was next the original move. uh wow yeah. his original uh multiplayer online right pretty that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much he would mail and then wait yeah. and then move oh, the man figures. the lag in this game is terrible <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's more, just the mail time they delivered <laughs> they delivered to the wrong house <laughs> so yeah he used to do that and he and then he ended up buying an um uh, 
an automated one where you actually press down like the like uh, the rooks or whatever onto the the board, really? and then it would beep, and then you would move where you can move, and it would like beep okay if you could move there or if that was an illegal move or something. Right. And he used to do that, and I remember like when he died, he like. I got that from him. So I used to play with that and I would always get beat by the computer. The computer would kick my ass oh, every time. Yeah. And like that was like the hardest thing to beat. Even when I got like computer games, and I started playing chess on the computer. I could somewhat beat unless I played like the hardest setting, but I could right. sometimes beat the computer. I could never beat that stupid computer board. It was like always beat me. Is that the one that they like built specifically to beat Bobby Fisher? Pro- or something? Pro- probably. Cause <laughs> yeah. I think just destroy. I, I mean, it would beat me in like 10 turns sometimes. So I'm just Push like, it. how the hell? My but, first, my uh, first full game, my first finished game was against Kyle, maybe a month ago. I oh, didn't really? tell him it was my first full game. <laughs> yeah. Really? And I came a turn or two within beating him. And he's yeah. like, "Wow, you're really good. Like, how long have you been playing?" I'm like, "I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> that's just going to hurt your ego." And Kyle, if you're listening to this, <laughs> sorry, I know I told you otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> that was my first game ever. Wow. Really? So yeah. I, he's like, "Yeah, you've been, you know, I've been played. Good. I haven't really played like a full game. I mean, me and Nick played like a game not so long ago, but it was more of like a fast pace. We just right. like took thirty seconds, move, 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 right. and uh, wait. Well, it's kind of yeah." I mean, which is fine, but I like kind of thinking about it for a while and taking my time. Oh, yeah. Have you ever played Time Chess where it's like you have like an yeah, hour and a half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. I've never finished like one of those games, though. I don't think I went all the way through. Yeah. I don't know. But Chess chess is a good game. Awesome. I'll hold my thoughts for later. Yeah, yeah. We'll see where it comes <laughs> okay. on your list. All right. So I believe it's there. It's somewhere. Okay. Uh, my number four basically got me into murder investigations and kind of like the whole like mystery role-playing sort of uh, genre that kind of um, migrated into computer games much later on. Ooh, Ooh can I guess? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what would you say? Connect 4. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, of course, it's classic Clue. Clue. Nice. Yeah. Clue is incredible. That was, that's one of my honorable mentions is Clue. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just, it's just, it's a different game every time you play it. That's why I like it a lot. I love the fact that, like, if you guess and you guess wrong, you're out. Yeah, you're you're fucking, out of the game. Yeah, you're fucking done. Son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, make sure you guess wisely. So, for those of you been living under a rock, basically the premise is that you have about eight play- playable characters, and there is a room, a party guest, and a weapon, and all one of each is chosen before all gameplay starts. You throw it into the secret, super secret envelope, yep. and the rest of you are kind of walking through this mansion, and you're trying to figure out. Uh, who killed Mr. Black or something? Whoever, yeah. There was then, a murder in the mansion. You're trying to figure out And you out have who to go into the room, and then that's when you're like, I think it was done in this room with this weapon, and you're kind of guessing. And then if somebody has that card, they say like, or you ask somebody, and if they have that card, then they can say like, no, it wasn't that one. Right. So what he's talking about is in the beginning of the game, you draw all these cards, a mixture between rooms and characters and weapons, and you know that if you have those cards in your hand, obviously they're not in the super secret envelope. Right. So it's a big process of elimination. It's much better if you have like a lot of people. It's hard when you have a lot of people. I mean, when you play with like two or three people, it doesn't take too long, I think. But like when you have a lot of people, you have to ask each individual person kind of thing. Who's your favorite character? Miss Scarlet. I was always Mr. Plum. Colonel Mustard. <laughs> Colonel Mustard's pretty hot, man. I mean, like, like yeah. a like like a cool hot, not like a beautiful. Oh hot. yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's he's what a I meant. Sexy hot. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a sexy hot. God I always damn. pick Miss Scarlet because hey, she I, is hot and red. I'm a did sucker guys, for mustaches. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys watch the movie? Yeah, yeah, movie? that's a great movie. That the movie had different fact. endings. Yeah, different endings. It was uh, in different theaters. In different theaters across the country, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so depending on where you lived, you would get a different ending than someone else who lived like in another part of the country. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That's they don't really crazy. can't they don't really do that these days. For I don't know. That's um. I, that that would just be weird though, because when you go to like watch the movie, like if you get it on DVD, what do they in- introduce all the alternate endings? Well, there? oh, you've never seen it on DVD or like on Comedy Central or anything. I saw it on Comedy Central. You know but how I don't they know go? Who the ending was or it could have happened like this. Oh, uh, really? Or it could have. Yeah, I don't and they go through every that. ending, and then at the very end, but at the very end, they say, "But this is how it really happened." And uh, then it's okay. it's the actual real ending to that movie is when you find out that the, that the gay character, the the dude with the glasses, who's a police or you don't know he's a police officer. Yeah. All the cops come rushing in, and it ends up being the butler. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. He was the real Mr. Black like or some 12, shit. 12. So. Oh, you need to rewatch it because it, time it holds up. I've watched it maybe a year ago. Right. And it's, it's still pretty solid. That's pretty cool. Did you play Game of Clue while you were watching it? No, no. Okay. I was, I was following the movie along. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Like, they're in here. This is where he is. All right. All right. I think I've got this one. Yep. <laughs> I write. I write the directors. You have the ending very wrong. Yeah, yeah. Sir. In my confidential <laughs> folder, it says. All right. You know, somebody, one yeah. person did that. Probably. All right. That's my number four clue. Nice. All right. So number three, for me, is the ultimate, the ultimate test of random knowledge. Oh God. Here we go. Trivial Pursuit. pursuit. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. That's a pretty good one. It's the ultimate humbler of a... Uh, it'll just crush your ego. <laughs> it'll not. Some of those it's, questions They're insanely brutal. hard. Yeah. They're just like the most... They'll ask you like... I don't even understand the question sometimes. I'm like, I don't know. Blue? Like what was the uh, model number of the ship? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> like uh, that bombed Pearl Harbor or something. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Like, yep. these are legitimately hard questions. Oh, yeah. Some of them can be. Yeah. yeah. My champion moment in this, it was maybe a couple of years ago. We, we used to play at work, um, sometimes during lunch. And the question came up. I don't even remember the question exactly. I have the card at my desk because it yeah. was just, it was like one of those, like, stab in the darks and he got it sort yeah. of thing. And it was, uh, the question was along the lines of, um, in this old um, Hungarian card game, what do you yell out when you get this Dashukta Fefa card? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I only know one Hungarian word in my entire life, and it's goulash. And they're like, That's oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, is it goulash? I think that happen- actually so happens awesome. more often than not. I think a lot of people just scream out random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just I popped a boner, and I went home for that what actually. Was your, uh, what was your guys' uh, strongest uh, subjects or areas for Trivia Pursuit? Music. Oh, uh, movies, obviously. Yeah, same here. Yeah, film. <laughs> Pop oh, actually, I sports, that, sports, I uh, really? did pretty well into. But like to say, like you're, you're like kind of guessing. I did the same thing with Cranium one time. I remember they before they even asked the question, I just said Mick Jagger, and that was the fucking oh, answer. And they were you? like, "You looked at the card." I was like, "How can I look at the card? I'm way over here." I just shouted in it because they were like, "Who is this guy?" I'm like Mick Jagger, and they're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. I'll be right like back. So I'm gonna buy a lottery yeah. ticket. Wow. I, was like, I was like, "That's awesome." But yeah, uh, movies definitely movies music. Was kind of a strong suit with me, like really a trivial pursuit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was movies and sports for me. Nice. I just, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. When you actually win a game, trivial pursuit, you just feel like the smartest dude in the room. Oh, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, I'm like, smarter than you. All right, <laughs> peace. I'm gonna go find myself some new smart friends. <laughs> and, then, and then I walk into the door on the way out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, you don't need that common sense. You just need no. that. Uh, you know. Yeah. That knowledge. Um, all right. Well, I'll go on to my number three, which is 
what or was just made into a movie like a year or two ago. Dooms. Checkers and Doom. <laughs> Doom Checkers. Whoa. No, it's Battleship. Oh, no. Now, it wasn't that great as a movie, <laughs> but oh, it's a no. better board game. I love that board game because I, I love just guessing where somebody's ship is. And then, like, right when you hit it, you're like, okay, now it's four ways around this. <laughs> yeah. that it, or, like, six ways around this that it could be, like, depending on where they angled it. And you're just kind of like... All right, this way, no, this way, and then you kind of just guess, and then like I like when you shoot a silhouette around it, you're like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like the anticipation that like if you hit somebody's ship and then they hit your ship and like it's the last ship, then you're just like, shit, like I gotta I gotta find their ship before it is, and then you're hoping it's like the big one or or the small one or whatever, and like I don't know, I just like I just like this one, like this block, and then they're like, no, and you're like, damn it, don't hit mine, don't hit mine. Remember all those jackasses who thought they were like fucking rock stars, and they put them all together right in the corner, and you're like, oh yeah, oh, I'm totally. You know. Yeah, yeah, I just hit everything. No, I would, I would try to. A lot of times, I would put mine like on the sides, but then I stopped doing that after a while because like people started people wise shoot, up. yeah, shooting on the yep. sides or the corners. I try in the corners. Key to that game: strong defense is to always change it up. Never be. Oh yeah, yeah. Every game. Yep. You know, when I was a kid. I'm not ashamed to admit that I thought that's how real battleships <laughs> like uh, fought each other. I was like. <laughs> I was like, well, we'll just shoot here and see if anything uh, comes up. <laughs> no? No, did anything come up on the radar? No. You got to hit aircraft. Try, try this. Uh, Keep going. You have to try hit this aircraft carrier uh, with four, yeah. but not at the same spot. Yeah, they're like, like F4. <laughs> nope. Try F3. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The ships don't move. They're just stationary. Yeah. Well, we didn't find the ship, but we destroyed all the uh, the coral. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That coral reef is gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't doing much anyway. That's awesome. That's cool. Uh, number three for me, we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it because it's a repeat. Risk. Nice. I mean, you can't. What's What's more to say about it? Nothing. Except for that the single guys were worth one, the horsemen were worth five, and the cannons were worth ten. Nice. Dude, I don't remember it at all. I, I, used, I to, used to like it. I will say this. I used to really expand that game, and we used to take it off the board game, me and my friends. Yeah. We played throughout the whole living room. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. And we would fight. That was fun. That was like really, really a lot of fun because yeah. you get like four or five people and they're like all around the living room and you're just trying to defend like certain parts and be the last one standing. That's yeah. awesome. It, that's, I don't know, that's alternative way to play it, but that was very fun. How long fun did that too. take you, though? <laughs> Days. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> no one I'm still playing. Yeah. You're still room. playing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, have to fly home. Grade. I have to fly home to Wisconsin next week just <laughs> yeah. to continue yeah. that one. It's your move, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> He's just waiting. <laughs> anyway, that was awesome. Yeah, that was definitely a good game. All right. So my number two. Oh, it's, it's the one that everybody's played. I'm pretty sure of it. Checkers. Nice. Yeah. King Checkers. Yeah. It's simple. It, like, yeah. uh, I don't... Like, the thing I hate, like, uh, people think, like, it's like a simplified version of chess. I'm like, no. It's not a simplified version of anything. Yeah, it's, it's not really completely it's, different. Yeah, games. It's, it's, it's so own they thing. use like a, the same board. Yeah, whatever. But it's simplified, John. Okay, <laughs> okay, whatever. It could be a simplified anything. <sighs> here's here's what I don't like about that game. Okay, is that <laughs> when you when you get to like the very end and it happens to be which it happens to be more often than not you pretty tie. Yeah, like tied. Yeah, like you're just moving around and just running away from each other, and it's just like, well, how are See, you going to finish? This? Well, my whole thing is like, whenever I play, it's always like I have two or three pieces, the other person has two or three pieces, and they're both kings, so it's kind of like just chase each other. But right. that's where the, kind of the strategy comes from. Well, you there. want the guys you who never ever them. ever move their back row. 
Yeah, what I always guy. I wait Come till on. the last minute to move my back row. Yeah. Come I, on. Yeah. I thought we were playing here, not just now. <laughs> wait, the rule is though, if you can jump someone, you have to jump them. Yeah. That's what like I remember back in the day we didn't play that way. Like we just wouldn't jump somebody unless like we like couldn't move anywhere well, that would else. Make for slow games though, right? Right. But like if you can jump someone, a lot of times people would sacrifice, you know, a pawn or whatever you call it, so that a somebody checker. would move a checker. So they would move out of the way of the back row. So if you get into that back row area, then they have to jump you. So that way they clear a space. What's the longest sequence of uh, jumps that you've ever done? Eh, probably like three or something. Three. You feel like a rock star when you do it? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. What now? Get out of here. Well, <laughs> get in my house. <laughs> yeah. No, I just remember it's... like uh, that bullshit move like some people used to pull in grade school. Like uh, you're on the side and you do like a little, it's like, oh, banana move. Or around the world. Like, really? Like all the way around? No, like uh, they'll just like go around like uh, the side of the board. They're just like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? No yeah, bullshit fucking players. You yeah? Playing, what the hell? I think hey, you're playing. Man. That's not checkers. It was a rough neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you grew up in the streets, man. Yeah. Street checkers. <laughs> no, nope, never played that way. Yeah, I uh, I got pretty decent at checkers. Uh, I wasn't, you know, winning like huge amounts of money or anything. <laughs> really? You weren't betting on checkers? I should have. I should have. Should have. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I just remember like. You know, in school, it was always, like, the first board game to go. Like, you know, when it was, like, during oh, recess. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it one like, of those games that, like, kids can pick up pretty pretty quickly. Because yeah. there's only, like, so much you can do with it. Right. So, like, I don't know. It's, like, it is a simple game, but it's not a simplified version of another game, I don't think. It's no. just a simplified game. Yeah. Or simple game. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, so that's my number two. Giants. Well, my number two is actually another, like, newer kind of game. Uh... Because I love movies so much, Ooh. this is why it's on there. It's called Seen It. Nice. I like Seen It a lot. And and now they don't really have just movie Seen It. They have music Seen It. They I have, saw your Seinfeld Seen It I out there. I have Seinfeld Seen It. That's got to be a lot of fun. Seinfeld Seen It's awesome. Not against Robert. I've, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> That's true. I've played, I've played with like a couple people, like maybe twice with Seinfeld Seen It. But nobody yeah. ever wants to play because no one's watched Seinfeld as much as I have. But, well, I think I uh, if you don't mind, we should all play. We should all play sometime. Oh yeah, absolutely. Seinfeld seen it. It's kind of cool because like they show clips from the uh, show and stuff. And if you don't mind, I want to borrow. I saw they have like the whole collection of Seinfeld. Oh yeah. Do you mind if I like borrow like a season at a time? Oh or something? no, I don't care. I would I, love I let to go JJ borrow some of those before too. Yeah, I would love to go through that again. Yeah, Seinfeld's awesome, and that's why I got Seinfeld seen it. I got the movie seen it. I had the music. I think I still have the music seen it. And I bought like the expansion packs. Like we were playing that for a while. And it's just a fun game. You see, like, clips of movies. You get to, like, I mean, you're moving around a board, but you put in a DVD so you can, like, watch clips of movies, and then you answer the questions cool. and then move forward in the board, and and then you answer, like, trivia questions from movies. So Let's play Seinfeld Seen It. Yeah. <laughs> we should. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my number two, Seen It. All right, my number two is going to expose me as a giant fucking nerd, but fuck all y'all if you haven't played it. You haven't lived, in my opinion. Can you guys guess it? Dungeons and Dragons. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. I've never played it. <laughs> never played it? <laughs> I haven't lived. It's, uh... My this, dad used to play it a lot. This, when I when I first got into it, it sort of predated all the MMO RPGs, like the EverQuests and the it's World what, of Warcrafts. It's what started the RPG in general, really. Oh, yeah, exactly. And uh, I got into it at a real young age. I think I played it up and through high school, and then I, I really haven't played it since. But what was wonderful about this game is that... You could buy books and all that stuff to sort of, uh, you know, play the templated 
quests or campaigns as they call them. But what was great, how we played it was um, I had people literally fill out those like whole notebooks worth of campaigns straight off the top of their head. I mean, oh, really? the the quality of it was almost novelesque. Where it was like, man, like this guy's gonna grow up to like write some like like crazy science fiction because of like really like complicated puzzle schemes and all that stuff yeah. like off this guy's head like it, awesome. existing in this guy's head. Uh, so that was like a lot of fun. And what was what was really cool was that you got to express your imagination. Everything wasn't just presented to you. It was it all living all living inside of your head, and you're all playing the same game, but you're all seeing something different. And the only the only tangible thing we would ever play with, besides the dice and the books and all that stuff, was just like the figurines that would represent our characters and then possibly the enemies or some uh, or something. But the whole world around us was completely created. I, right. It was just every time you played it, it was something different, something fun, and yeah, nice. uh, yeah Dungeons and Dragons. No, I remember for a while there, I wanted to actually play Dungeons and Dragons and learn it, but I had no one to play with. Really, I, just, I know, I know. It was just like it just seemed really interesting to me because, like, I'm I was just reading up on it, and it's like it's basically the precursor to, like I mentioned earlier, the RPG. Like, I played mm-hmm. a lot of RPG games, and like you can see kind of the DNA of Dungeons and Dragons in all oh, these yeah. games, like the Final Fantasies, the Elder Scrolls, yes. the the Fallout's. It's well, just, you, you know, the entire Elder Scrolls series was built off of a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. It wouldn't surprise me. Did you know that? Wow. No, I didn't. Know Especially that. Morrowind. Yeah, Morrowind was like uh, the creator's like son's like genius. Yeah, whatever. And he just created a video game around it. Yeah, the idea of like creating your own unique character and leveling him up with like different skills and getting like different types of gear. I mean that that all goes back to Dungeons and Dragons. Well, and what was just you got emotionally connected to your character, not like oh I'm gonna die and then I'm gonna go back to my save point or my checkpoint or whatever like you can in the video games. In Dungeons and Dragons, when your character died, like you may have spent years with this character, like taking him through certain quests and campaigns, and like making guest appearances and like other people's campaign. Like, hey, I'm just over here for the evening or whatever. Let me bring my dude over. When he died, it was like well, you felt like yeah. it was like fucking. You like had a, like a <laughs> ceremony. You're yeah. like, oh my god, like I'm questioning my whole life, like. <laughs> I went through like the you know the five stages of acceptance after my <laughs> Dungeons like, and Dragons oh, character went. Like uh, that cool, was last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cool thing is that like uh, even though like people are mostly playing video games these days, Dungeons and Dragons, you know, the tabletop like a uh, pen and paper version is still alive and well because like it is on the Twitch Twitch TV where people will stream video games. People were actually streaming like actually tabletop Dungeons and Dragons games. And That's the, interesting. And, like, uh, some of the streams are actually really popular. Like, they'll get, like, thousands of viewers, and it's just, like, them sitting at a table or them, like, sitting at their houses with the uh, webcams and just playing, like, a game of Dungeons & Dragons. You know, there's, wow. a, there's a podcast that, you know, the comedian Brian Posehn? Yeah. 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 There's a podcast that he's on that he does every weekend with, like, a bunch of other comedians, and all they do is just live podcast their Dungeons & Dragons game. Oh, that's uh, that. pretty entertaining. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, of, I, but think of it. It's a bunch of comedians sitting around playing yeah, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Like, how how funny would that be? But was it true that Vin Diesel actually played Dungeons and Dragons? Because I heard I that for the longest time. I think everybody would have played it. Like, yeah, it, it's it's a it's not so much for like the nerds anymore. It's like a bunch yeah. of creative types. Like, if I had if I had a son or a daughter, I don't mind if they would play video games or watch movies or anything. 
but I would prefer, honestly, if they were to read books yeah. and play Dungeons and Dragons because it's all up here. It's yeah. not yeah. it's not presented to you, you know, hey, here's what the character looks like. Here's what the antagonist looks like. Here's what the environment looks like. You know, it it sort of um inhibits that growth of imagination, which I think so many children of this generation are lacking because they are just so overstimulated that yeah. You know, there's no need to to really kind of have an imagination. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's depressing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So on to number one. So, yes. Uh, there comes a time in every top five podcast where we do call out our number ones. And without further ado, John, why don't you give us your, uh, your number one board game? My number one was actually already been mentioned <laughs> by Robert. Really? Yeah. What was that? Uh, It's a little game called Chess. Ooh, that little game. Yeah. Okay. The, the book was better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. I know. <laughs> The remake, Actually, the movie wasn't so that good. bad. The yeah. movie wasn't that bad. You should uh, check it out. They should make chess the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. No, I think it's called it? Game of Thrones, yeah, honestly. Pretty much. <laughs> what is it about chess that makes you want to put it at number one? I, I'm i not that great at chess. I'll yeah. win a couple games here and there. I know how, I know all the rules for chess. You know, chess is one of those games that's, like, easy to learn, but takes a lifetime to master. I've always yeah, admired right. what it is. I've always admired great chess players. Like, you'll see them just sit there. Like, depending on the game, if it's, like, a untimed game, they'll just sit there and, like, ponder every move. And, you know, a top-level chess, like, you'll not only do you have to consider, like, what your opponent's going to do, you also have to consider what he's going to do, like, three to five moves ahead. Right. And it's just crazy. I just, and if he doesn't do that move, you got to account for that and yeah. try to figure out what's the next move after that. Well, yeah, they say the best players in the world are thinking three or four yeah. four ahead. Yeah. And the, if you're not doing that, you're not going to win. I've also read a lot about, you know, the great chess legend, Bobby Fischer. Mm-hmm. You know, he was... Where is he? He's dead. <laughs> but, yeah, he was an uh, interesting character. It's just, you know, he was great at chess, but he also turned out to be crazy. And, like, a lot of people think, like, well, him, like, uh, being good at chess, like, uh, or, like, the, the cognitive, the certain cognitive skills you need to be good at chess kind of, like, they don't really translate well to, like, certain aspects, like, uh, certain things you need to do in life and it was just like because chess is so specific like really because mm. like where can you move this piece and like where can you move like other pieces and it's just it's just so deep like that's what i love about the game yeah i just i don't know i'm i'm not the best at chess but i love playing it it just i feel smart when i'm just playing when i'm playing chess <laughs> i don't feel that way when i'm playing connect four are you well, sure sometimes sometimes i think three or four moves ahead i'm like i think they're gonna put a black chip right there, yeah. So if I put my red chip, yeah. there, <laughs> but he's gonna I put stack it above gonna, it. He's gonna like counter. <laughs> That's true. It's, right. it's a difficult game too. One of my uh, one of my goals in life, I want to get like a, a really well made like a uh, chess set. You know, marble like a black and white marble chess set. Right. Really expensive. Yeah. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my number one chess. Nice, perfect. All right. Well, I guess I'll. Uh, State my number one, which is a game that I'm not sure if you guys have played, but it's called Backgammon. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys have played it, but I freaking love Backgammon. I love it so much that Backgammon is on my phone right now, and I would say I probably play that game on an average of at least once or twice a day. Just because it's so easy to just start the game, and 
I can play it in like five minutes now. So like if I'm bored or I'm just doing something, I, I got to wait for someone or something like that. Right. I'll pull up my phone and out of all the games that are on my phone, I'll just pull that up. It'll load up and then I just I just play it on there and it'll take like five minutes and I have like different strategies I have with it and there actually is strategy to it a lot of it is the luck of the yeah. dice but you have to you have to weigh like do I want to leave one of my pawn, like my pieces open which means that you could get captured or do I want to like try to you know block somebody else well yeah I, I was going to mention that backgammon exists in that same uh, that realm that chess does where it's you, there is quite a bit of strategy behind it yeah where you do have to think certain amount of moves ahead it's, right it is very strategic and uh, somebody gave me a book on backgammon and it was like bigger than a stephen king novel i'm like really i'm not gonna read this like, well that's that's the thing is like when i used to play backgammon i mean i used to play it a lot and i mean i still do but when i used to play with like my dad on an actual board um we used to play and it, it would go back and forth like sometimes i'd win sometimes he'd win and it was just kind of like that you know, it was just always like that. But then when I got the the phone version on my iPhone and I just started playing all the time, now yeah. when I play my dad, I'm winning like 90% of the time because I know my strategy. I know how to block him in. I know how to like stop him from even yeah. moving forward. And like because of that, like I, I've even my, I've played against my mom. I've played against Nick. I've played against like all kinds of friends. And like I got this strategy down that like, it actually works out pretty well now. For those of you who don't know who Backgammon or who Backgammon, <laughs> who, who is Backgammon? Well, he's just who is Backgammon? <laughs> yeah. oh. Who is Carlos? Says, Carlos? Says, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what What is the objective of Backgammon? All right, Backgammon is basically you get like these. There's a a a, a black player and a white player. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have any this black is, friends. It's actually okay. a, a racist oh, okay. game. <laughs> yeah. No, right. uh, you got uh, like these black. I don't know what they're called, but they're like these chips. Then you have white chips, and basically you, you you're moving kind of in a horseshoe shape around this uh, board, and you kind of you have to get to one side, and you're trying to get all your chips off the board, but you have to follow this kind of trail to the other side. Um, it's really not that complicated once you know the rules, but the fact is, if you have one chip open, the other person can land on you, and that means they captured you, so you have to start at the front, like the beginning again. But if you have two, they can't land on your space. Like if you have two stacked up on each other. They can't land on your space. It's only if you have one open that they can capture you. Right. So the the strategy a lot of times is to not leave any of your your chips open. Like you always want to have them covered, but you can't sometimes because when you roll the dice to move forward, sometimes it just doesn't fall your way and you have to leave something open. So you're trying right. to say like, well, do I want to leave this one open that's way up near the end that I'm gonna hopefully get out soon, or do I want to like leave one in the beginning? And the thing is, you have to get all your chips to one side of the board before you can start taking them out. Also. So yeah, there's like it's a, interesting. There's like a whole laundry list of moves you can do, and yeah. I mean, it's not as complicated as chess, like not even close. But it's still like it's one of those games that like has enough that like as long as you know the rules, you you can you can pretty play it, and you still have a chance of winning. A lot of it is like the luck of the dice, but a lot of it is strategy too. So if you know like if you play a lot and you know kind of like your own strategy and you figure out how you want to play and it works out, then like that's going to help you win more games. Right. But and. Also, that game showed up in an episode of James Bond, 
which was really awesome because James Bond owned that guy. Was it uh, James Bond? or no, 007 Backgammon Royale. Mm-hmm. Backgammon yeah. Royale. The the tricky thing with that one was five players were playing and they all got one higher than the other person. Oh, it was like oh, Casino Royale. Yeah. It was like a flush, time. full house. It was crazy. That's why I don't play backgammon. Yeah, yeah. It's it pretty crazy, yeah. especially because you can only play with two players. Really. Yeah, yeah I've lost enough. I've, I've not. I lost enough of my shirts to backgammon. I'm, I ain't falling for that shit no more. You yeah. just play Twister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see James Bond playing a rousing game of Twister to beat the villain. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I will say this, that in the movie Octopussy was when James Bond plays it, and James Bond is playing, and he's losing, and he needs double sixes, which means if you get double sixes, you can roll, you, you get four moves, and the guy kept beating him the villain and so the guy's like well good luck you need double sixes to win so james bond who's roger moore because he's just like a goofy guy he goes well let me try your lucky dice so he uses his dice to win the game because the guy kept getting double sixes is this like some james bond b movie that, that was ever heard? awesome yeah. that was an awesome this part a deleted of scene? nope that was a great scene yeah they were loaded dice right or yeah like a, that's yeah, how yeah. he that's how he beat him because he right. and then the bad guy knew that and he was all uh, I'm gonna kill you later. So, Bond. did they fight afterwards? <laughs> no, it, no. Listen, James Bond's villains always just went. I'll get you later. Okay, <laughs> who in that production meeting, when in that boardroom, where they're like, "Well, what if he plays backgammon?" Hey, against he's the already villain? played baccarat and nobody, poker. Nobody and raised their hand. Jack. Like Jack. He's already played so many games. They're like, "It's either backgammon or Monopoly. <laughs> Which one are we going with?" <laughs> But like, nobody, yeah, nobody raised their hand in that boardroom and said, "Hey, um, maybe Listen, not the best decision." I don't think Sean Connery is going to be like, "Well, looks That's- like I got your part place." <laughs> like, okay, I think it's, I think backgammon was do the not, good way to go. No. That was a pretty good Sean Connery, I, by the way. Do not, say, you thought he was here. Yeah, you thought he I walked thought into for the a room. There, do Sean not Connery go, came, uh, came to play Twister. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, that's not Sean Connery. I wasn't supposed to be, <laughs> that was supposed to be the villain. villain. Okay, that was Goldfinger or whatever. Who cares? It's Blofeld. That's Vladimir Putin. Putin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That, Vendel the boot, next. Vendel Bootfu. Yeah. Vendel Bootfu. <laughs> DNA uh, reference. Yeah, it was a big Dick Hard reference. Anyway, my number one. We don't have to spend a whole lot of time on because it was already mentioned to exhaust Jim before. Uh, but my number one is Monopoly. Nice. The game of real estate domination. Yes. That's what that's, that's what, what it is. It. Yeah. <laughs> I think to become a realtor you have to play Monopoly and win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> twice. You have to win twice at Monopoly. That's, that's realtor <laughs> Before school. you can sell houses. <laughs> Here's your license. <laughs> you didn't go to jail once. We're very proud of you. <laughs> we give you like, you know, now you can sell houses in Shore Acres. <laughs> yeah. It sucks being on this side of it, like always going last, because my number one is always on somebody else's list. I'm just like, really? Well, yeah. my number one, it just takes the wind out of my sails. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, Mousetrap. Uh, As mentioned before. How about you? Uh, well, let's see. I got Life. Sorry. I almost put Life on there, but... All it life just, does is like train you to be like bow down your corporate masters and yeah. settle into the American. It's actually dream. a really depressing game if you think it, about yeah, it. Yeah, it is. It's horrifying. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Life, sorry, Connect Four, Yahtzee. Yeah, oh, I almost put Yahtzee. Yahtzee in there. is really good. Yeah, I almost, I was almost like, is that count as a board game? Uh, it's a, yeah, I would, I would. 
I would have given yeah. it to you. Yeah. Hey, if backgammon is, I mean, well, but Yahtzee backgammon is. actually has a board. Yahtzee is Yahtzee like just does. dice. Moncala. It's not really a board. <laughs> it's like a table. I think you throw it against the table. Are we a table? <laughs> like, yeah. Table's a board. I put Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> on there. Yeah. Well, whatever. Mancala, oh. the one with the, uh, the That's actually, yeah, my honorable mention was Mancala, Monopoly, Clue. I mean, Mancala is like actually a pretty fun game. That almost made my top five. I used to play that a lot in school. Yeah. Well, some good games out yeah. there. Anybody rock shoots and ladders? No. I like that game. I just fucking hated it. Not game. enough to be on number. F- fucking hate my top five. Hungry, hungry hippos. That was a. That's a board game. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it a board. Yeah, sure. Oh, did anybody play Crossfire? Crossfire. Crossfire yeah. You don't get caught in the crossfire. What about Mr. Bucket? <laughs> Does that count as a board Mr. game? Mr. You don't remember Mr. Bucket? No, I don't remember. That was when he would shoot balls out of his mouth, and then oh. you'd have to go get them and put them back in his head. Wow, that sounds just... exciting. <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> yeah. He would try to block you from putting him back in his Fucking air. I know you mentioned Mousetrap. That was fun. Mousetrap was fun. Oh, man. There's so many I just like setting it off because like the, the trick was that if it didn't work, you actually wouldn't get captured. It had to work, didn't it? Wait, what game are we talking about? Mousetrap. Oh, yeah. Ch- chess. <laughs> yeah. You had to get captured in chess. No, yeah, I think, like, if the thing didn't work all the way, like, the whole trap, like, if it messed up somewhere, that, like, you, that meant you were good to go. And we should also mention that, like, board games are still a huge thing. Like, they're always coming out with, like, new, actually, types of board games. They are. We just mentioned basically the classics. I didn't really. mention any, like, card games, like Cards Against, or Crime... I don't know. Cards well, against humanity. Top five, top five card poker, games. Poker, any of that stuff. I, I figured like we would do it. Those are top five card games. Yeah, sometimes. those are more card games. I wouldn't really. I wouldn't yeah. go as far to call those board games. I know. I'll include dice games in that, but I know. not card games. Well, right. definitely Yahtzee. Then it's an honorable mention. Rock and roll. Well, thank you very much for joining us uh, this week on Top Five. And uh, Robert, how about you plug us? Okay, uh, guys, check out www.sharkdropper.com. Uh, there you can see pretty much all the podcasts we have. We have Word of the Bay, which is a Tampa Bay-based sports podcast. We have Horror Play, which is one where me and John here and a couple other friends get together and rate horror games to find what the scariest game is. Uh, we have Shark Dropper Podcast, which is a mixture of improv and kind of just us sitting around talking about what's next or what's new with our lives. We have the uh, Snubbed podcast, which is our Academy Award podcast, where we go year by year seeing if uh, we think that the winner of Best Picture actually deserves to be the winner. Uh, Doppel Avenue Hurt, uh, that's definitely check out that podcast. That's a film noir, fictionalized spoof podcast where we actually have characters, uh, storyline, and it's actually pretty funny. It's turning out great mm. so far. So, it is very uh, funny. Definitely check that out. Can we do a podcast where it's just record us like playing Twister? I know, no, but we should That's do. Basically, a, what this podcast listen, was, I was playing Twister the whole time. We used to do a podcast. <laughs> okay. Can you put your pants back on? Yeah, please? Yes, yeah. No. you had your pants off no. the whole time. Yeah, that's kind of disturbing. Okay, we should do a podcast that rates podcasts. This is how far we've gone so far. We've just done so many different <laughs> how podcasts. Far down the rabbit hole <laughs> Seriously, when <laughs> and you definitely keep ch- uh, you know tuning back in for our top five because this podcast comes out every week and we always have a different topic. And what what's the next topic? I think uh, next week we're doing top five fast food items. Yeah, Ooh. so any restaurant. Just I'm like... hungry to hear that, to hear that episode. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa, nice one. <laughs> but the key to that one is that you actually have to bring all five in and eat them as you're explaining them. Okay, yeah. You have to describe the taste and everything. It's going to be like a cooking show. Oh, it's so warm in my mouth. Yeah. Are we still talking about food? Mm. Oh, no, we're, we're talking about, about Twister. Twister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> on that note, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Top 5. seconds till shark drought. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.